Why you? Why do? Why are you all doing that? Why are you? You're all going dark. What will you stop that? I don't think we are. Never mind. Everyone, take five. <laughs> Welcome to the Who's Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And of course, this week we're going to be reviewing the first in the new series of Doctor Who, Deep Breath. But first, let's have a very small news item, shall we? Because there's not a lot really, is there? But um, it does mean the return of the dreaded stats. <laughs> yes, yes, we've got overnight viewing figures for you, folks. Um, now, apparently, this is... It had a 32.5 share of the total TV audience for that evening, and it got 6.8 million viewers. It's not bad for a bank holiday Saturday. It's not. It's not. Um, it got uh, 2 million more viewers than the second place casualty at 4.2 million, because it got it was the most watched programme of yeah, Saturday right. night. Yeah, it clearly, would, clearly beat everything else. It did. At least um, a couple million, so... It beat ITV's, their highest rated programme, which, which is Tipping Point Lucky Stars, with 3.3 million viewers. <laughs> I wonder, wonder why nobody's watching telly on a bank of I wonder, I wonder. And, of course, it also beat uh, Tumble, which precedes Doctor Who. That got 3.3 million viewers. Oh, it's so, only getting 3.3 million, Phil. This could, be, this could be bad news. There might not be another series. There might not be. Oh, no, what would I do? <laughs> Now, apparently at the moment, this puts it the third, uh, not not Tumble, of course, Doctor Who, um, <laughs> it puts it the third highest rated programme for the week. Um, and the Great British Bake Off holds that, uh, holds that title at the moment with 7.4 million viewers. So that's... Yeah. Uh, but hopefully we'll have the, the full viewing figures next week, uh, which should add a, a, at least another million on, I would have thought. Yeah, usually does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. Interestingly, though, apparently it also beat a song of the Daleks because obviously we we didn't have a, like a full series last year, did we? In in, in the autumn, uh, but that got six point four million. To be honest, would be even with a bank holiday weekend, would have been surprised if a new Doctor doesn't beat doesn't get better figures than Tumble. <laughs> well, or, or, or the same, or or a previous episode of Doctor Who from the same time last year. Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. Or, or tumble. Two years ago, actually. It was two years ago, yes, it is. Or nearly, yeah, nearly two years. Bloody hell, crikey. Yeah, um, yeah, very, very good, actually. It obviously, it hasn't taken into the uh, consideration the cinema um, audiences either at the moment. No. So, which apparently, I don't know if it's going to do that or not. Did it do that for Day of the Doctor last? I think it did, didn't it? I can't remember, to be honest. Hmm. I really can't remember. No, I can't. I can't. And when I start being able to remember these sort of things, then I'm going to start worrying. Yes. <laughs> now, um, the next sort of item of news. Now, during the week, um, there always seems to precede a, a, a new uh, series of Doctor Who. There's always some rumour going around. It's either the lead actor or the actor playing the companion is, is leaving the show. And a yes. rumour has, has, has now started that uh, Jenna Coleman is leaving Doctor Who um, at Christmas, bowl accounts. Now, this is reported in the Daily Mirror, wasn't it, I believe, first of all? Yes, so... And, yeah. it's, and it's one of our uh, things that uh, our, our source says, 
which doesn't constitute any f- form of fact whatsoever, does it? So, no, but no, when's, it, when's that ever stopped a newspaper? But but it's one of those ones where they can actually print these sort of stories because unless they really are going to come out and deny it. And yeah. even if they come out and deny it, people say, oh, well, they're going to say that. Oh, of course, of course. So they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, really, aren't they, on this yeah. one? Um, but it looks like Peter Capaldi had a bit of fun with this because he was asked this question on the one show during the week. Alex Jones asked yeah. him, and he, it was a pretty stupid question. I mean, what the hell is he going to say to it? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, yeah, she, of course she's going. <laughs> she's still here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um but all, all, he, he, he was quite diplomatic. He said, well, I'm not looking for a new assistant. I don't know where these rumours have started. I mean, I've read that she might be living at Christmas, but I don't even know if she'll get to Christmas. You've just got to watch and wait and see what happens. That's quite mystical. Yeah. Um, and then Jenna Coleman herself, uh, when she was interviewed on ITV's this morning, she said, the truth is, I don't want to tell you the truth because I quite like these rumours. I think it's really interesting because suddenly... People don't know what's going to happen in the series. People don't have any idea, so this speculation is quite good. People can now watch the show not knowing if I am or not, and that is quite exciting. Yeah. Someone's been quite coy with it and hopefully having a little bit of fun with it, but yeah. um, maybe she's leaving. Who knows? I mean, she has done, what, a couple of series now, which seems to be about part of the course for companions these days, doesn't it? Yeah, it depends. And we have no, absolutely no idea how the character develops or not at the moment no well, we don't even so, know if Capaldi's staying after <laughs> um, yeah I mean this might be a smoke screen she's actually saying and he's going yeah maybe but maybe. trying to get everybody else well there, there, there was a rumour sort of floating around during the week that he had signed up for a ninth series or, right. or, or a second series I should say but again I haven't I haven't seen that confirmed anywhere so uh, I would just treat that again as another another little rumour that's speculative. I mean, yeah, but uh, as they say there, it's it, it's good for the show if you don't know when the characters are coming or going because no, it's right. You 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 can throw in shocks of people suddenly leaving. Yeah, it was like with the um with the Q and A after after the uh, deep breath last night because we we went to the cinema to see it, didn't we? Yes, last night. So, uh, yeah, we we were lucky to see the Q and A afterwards, and which was we weren't at Leicester Square, by the way. It was at our local um, cinema, and uh, they sort of beamed it into the, it beamed it in afterwards, and uh, yeah, there was sort of Zoe Ball was tr- trying to get it out of him, wasn't she? Again, quite foolhardy about you know what you know, what's going to happen. Um, but and yeah, they yeah, seem to. Stephen Moffat is never going to turn around and start kicking away. No, me. exactly, exactly. So uh, no, they all seem to have a bit of fun with it at the moment. But uh, no, this is you know, some genuine surprises would be nice. Talking of the Q and A, I think they really missed the point where they could have had Stephen Moffat coming up playing the Wurlitzer. <laughs> <laughs> Came up. That was bizarre, wasn't it? That was bizarre, <laughs> but. Uh... Not as bizarre as not, not as the bizarre as as Peter Capaldi announcing the sad death of Nicholas Briggs. <laughs> yes, that came as a shock to everyone, and they didn't even put that in the credits, did they? I come <laughs> he of course meant Nicholas Courtney. Yes, yes, and I, I bet, and I bet actually this morning he's really feeling. I bet he is an idiot now for someone who actually does know he's now, for the, for those of you who, who who don't know what who didn't see the Q and A, um, I don't. It's, it hasn't been put on red button content, has it? The Q and A. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't. I haven't. As, having seen it, I haven't particularly looked for no, it. Me so. neither. No, me neither. Now, all you, you Peter Capaldi just saying about it was nice how um, everything just sort of links 
sort of have a sort of family atmosphere and everything sort of links back to other things and you know, even actors have left are still referenced now and he said it was nice that um because he said he made friends with Barry Letts, didn't he, in, in sort of Barry yeah. Letts later later years. Um and he, he said it was nice that they gave a little dedication to him when he passed away in the show and also did the same with Liz Slade and then he said and of course he said someone else before Nick Briggs, didn't he? I think he said Nicholas Craig, I think. So now, Nicholas Craig no no sorry, I mean <laughs> Now Nicholas Craig is actually um He's actually a made-up character. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, actually, if you haven't seen that, if you haven't seen Nigel Planer, um, did this character called Nicholas Craig. He did these acting masterclasses, and they are um, absolutely hilarious if you can track them down. Because he did do one about science fiction programs, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, did you ever see that one? No, I mean I haven't actually seen them, so I've really it. funny, really good, really good. Uh, if I uh, don't know if they're on, I don't think they're on DVD, but if you can, tr- they must be on YouTube somewhere. I do recommend you track them down because he it, it just sort of plays that um, sort of stereotypical pompous actor, but he hasn't really done anything of any note, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's really good. It's really funny. It's really funny. Now, um, lastly in the news, it's not really news this year, it's just a little sort of fun item that you came across, isn't it, Paul? Um, yeah. It's the Ordnance Survey um, in the UK. Now, they put together all the sort of the UK's maps, and they put together um, a map that shows you all the existing police boxes in the UK. And when we say police boxes, we mean the original police boxes. Yeah. They include... were actually used as police boxes as opposed to being used either... Either copies of TARDISes yeah. scattered around, like particularly the one near Earl's Court and whatever, or ones that have even or have been made up to look like, obviously, look like TARDISes. TARDISes, indeed, indeed. Uh, now, <laughs> it's that they sort of, when they went through it, apparently they were originally 70, they were, not long ago, they plotted 73 locations where boxes were. Um, but it appears that they've. Um, well, it's sort of been moved on, haven't they? A yes. lot of them, so it says here. So um... I suspect quite a few have been liberated over. <laughs> over <the laughs> I think years. so. I think so. Um, but I think what we'll do, we'll put the link um, on our Facebook group. Yeah, actually, just so if, if people can have a look and see if there's any um, any Tardises or <laughs> Tardises, 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 Tardises yeah. near them. Yes, any existing original police boxes near them. Yes. Um, a photo opportunity. Indeed, indeed. And if any of our Scottish listeners, there appears to be quite a few in Scotland. Yes, there's more in Scotland than there is in England. So you, you might you might uh, come up trumps there. Might come up trumps. Anyway, that is it for the news. There really is. There's no tat this week. It really is a very very quiet. Um, Quiet news section, as I, I suppose you would expect, really, with all the hypes died down now, hasn't it? Everybody's got more important things Doctor Who related to do, like actually watching Actually it. watch the damn thing, indeed. So that's what we've done, and in the moment you shall hear our review of it. So, for another week then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to kick off the first in our review of of Series 8 episodes. And, of course, this week we are reviewing Peter Capaldi's inaugural episode, Deep Breath. Have you seen this face before? No. Are you sure? Sir, I have never seen that face. It's funny because I'm sure that I have. You know, I never know where the faces come from. They just pop up. Dad, faces like this one. Come on, look at it. Have a look. Look, 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 look. Look, it's covered in lines. 
But I didn't do the frowning. You frowned me this face. Do you ever look in the mirror and think, I've seen that face before? Yes. Really? When? Well, every time I look in the mirror. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fair enough. Good point. My face is fresh on, though. Wait, this one. Why they choose this face? Okay, I believe it's my turn to go first, isn't it? Yes. It is indeed. Yes. Now, um, as we said in in the news, we went and saw this at the cinema last night, didn't we? And uh, I must admit, I walked away not quite having made up my mind, to be honest. Uh, Yes, well, I watched it again uh, this afternoon, and I think I have. I think I have made up my mind. And despite the very, very slight plot, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Actually, um, I, I quite quite surprised actually how much I, I did on the second viewing, right? Because I because I, I walked out the cinema last night and I thought I really wasn't sure because it, it well I think I'll get this out of the way it's no eleventh hour is it? It's not. It's a different kind of episode. Well, completely, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's that it's not that sort of feel to it, has it? You haven't got. You haven't got the nice sort of light start, have you, that you had with the 11th hour of the Doctor and Young... No, no. To, to, um, to ease you into the story. No, I mean, that set that really sort of set the tone for the series, and I'm, I'm sort of thinking that this Deep Breath also is setting the tone for the series as well, because I think, as we said in our Matt Smith retrospective, the first season they did, uh, and kicking off with 11th hour, it was very, very fairy tale, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think... <laughs> Maybe with Capaldi's first season, I think going on, la- on the evidence last night, I think this might be a bit more nightmarish. It's got that, well, it's got that sort of feel. And there again, to be honest, most stuff set in Victorian <laughs> era can have that sort of feel. Well, exactly. It's, like, it's exactly. a bit, it's questionable as to whether that was brought on by the feel of the, the place or the Doctor itself. Yeah. Um, as I said, I, I wasn't entirely convinced about the plot. And I mean the, the whole thing about the dinosaur, that it was really kind of throwaway, wasn't it? I mean Moffat in the Q and A afterwards said that he had this brilliant idea about um, uh, a, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex vomiting up the TARDIS, and then he had um, to build, and then he had to sort of okay, I've got that, and then he had to build the story around that, and it just well, he, well, he didn't, did he? Though? No, <laughs> he, he just didn't. he just had that, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. then we had then we had a story that run. Alongside it, yeah, and then sort of like the the the, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was more or less forgotten about, really. Well, it, 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 it was because it, it, it had no it, it had, had no, no purpose. purpose other than to bring the Tardis into the into the show. I know. Um, and again, I find that I find that a bit a bit hokey as well. Why would the Tardis dematerialise with a Tyrannosaur around it back in Victorian yeah. London? I, I I don't really get that to be honest. When yeah, it's been able to dematerialise. I suppose, I suppose, if you want to take it, it, it's it took Clara with it. Yeah, time of the Doctor, didn't it? So yeah. it's not something that's never happened before that it hasn't been able to. And Captain Jack, as well, has hung on to the outside. Well, so that, well, that was if it was, of... if it was if it was if it was in contact with living tissue, perhaps it does take it with it. Maybe. It just seemed a bit flaky, that bit to me. Yeah. It just seemed a bit flaky. Um, but then, 
but obviously the um I mean the plot itself is is still to do or they sort of reintroduced like the clockwork robots yeah. uh, from the girl in the fireplace uh, which I didn't mind really I mean I mean um I, I thought it, they were used differently this time rather than uh just the like human parts being used to repair the ship they were using it to well Make themselves more. Yeah, I suppose you know, they they'd gone past the point of being able to save the ship, and they was actually starting to break down themselves. So yeah. they use them. Yeah, I mean, I quite like that idea, and I quite I quite like that, that idea from the girl in the fireplace. Yes, I do. So um, I do. I've got no problems with. I know some people have been saying about oh, it's just reusing a, a a previous plot device, but I've actually got no problem with that, and I thought it was quite. A good well, no, idea. No, I've got no problem Sorry. with it either. It, it, it was um, it was just used differently. Yeah, and I think once it got to um, that and, and the half faced man, as he's as he's as he's now known, yeah. as this is be credited as. Um, I think for me, that's when the the episode sort of picked up for me. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I think I have to say I dislike everything nearly up to oh, okay. the scene where. Um, actually, no. I quite like. Uh, I don't mind the Doctor and the Tramp scene. That was yeah, it's very good scene. Yeah, and I have to say, in our cinema experience, I think I was also sitting next to somebody who'd swapped his watch for a, a Tramp's coat. I have to say, <laughs> which sort of influenced my view of everything, mainly because my hand was over my face most of the time. It really did ruin the atmosphere for you, didn't it? <laughs> When, when, when you get to the scene when they're in the... Uh, well, I was going to say, actually, where it really picked up for me was when it got to the scene of them two in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And at that point where, she, where the, the, there's the sort of, what's that smell? I was thinking, to myself, God, this cinema's good. Look, they're pumping it in now. <laughs> pumping authentic smells of Victorian London. <laughs> We're getting everything now. This is, this, is, this, is, this is the whole sense overload for this one. Yeah, that was um, um, yeah, yeah. You did remark afterwards. As soon as we got out the seats when it was finished, you went, "Oh, thank God for that." <laughs> but um, I, well, I was going to say I apologise if you was the person next to me. But really, I think you should be apologising <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I really have problems with Clara's reaction to the Doctor, and obviously yeah, okay. that is the whole first half of this. I was actually watching this again now. Yeah, and I actually think people saying about oh we're getting twelve um, stories rather than thirteen. Yeah, you do. I did get the feeling watching this again today that this was actually a two-parter that was just joined together. And I actually think perhaps at the point where they've been captured and they're going down the elevator in the restaurant or yeah. down on the seat, that would have been the cliffhanger. Now, if memory serves me right, and I've completely forgotten about this until you just mentioned two-parter, wasn't it originally touted that this series was going to start with a two-part episode? Yeah, and, I, and it suddenly occurred to me that that would have been such a good cliffhanger. Yes. At the end, and it is at about the halfway mark. Yes, you're absolutely right. And that could explain why we've got 12 parts rather than 13. Rather than 13, indeed. Just so, they, that they could, that the, so they could do the cinema release thing again. Yeah, they obviously someone decided actually after the perhaps after the success of the 50th anniversary in the cinema, if we can put an episode that goes out as a one part as as, as a feature, a feature length, length. Episode, yeah, yeah, we could do this again. Well, a lot of people have um, sort of sort of said that they didn't like that middle section. I'm mean, really sort of I'm trying not to sort of colour my own judgment on this. 
and Pedro said they didn't like that middle section where there was hard no doctor and you said that exciting bit to begin with with the dinosaur and, and blah 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 and then you got it's just basically sort of like Vastra, Strax and Jenny and Clara. Yeah. And I think for me that did also that's what sort of dragged it down really. It's, it's... It sort of stopped it in its tracks. At first, after after I'd watched it last night and I was saying to you I thought I'd made up my mind a bit. Yeah. To you in the in the pub afterwards last night of what I thought about it. My yeah. actual thoughts then was perhaps it was just because there was just in this story there was too many characters in that bit. Yeah. With the with including those. And so you didn't get a chance for her and the the doctor to work and until you actually then got them two together and just them two together, I didn't think it took off. I actually just think it is the whole thing about Clara's reaction to the regeneration. It seemed felt to me now, it feels mm. to me now, as if this was almost something that Moffitt had written for how a companion would react to a doctor regenerating. Right. And had this been the doctor had this been Amy, I think it, I think I'd have probably enjoyed it and I think it would have quite worked well. And it would have been the sort of things you'd have been expecting the companion to say. But because it's Clara and because of what we had with Name of the Doctor and Day of the Doctor, she yeah. is the one companion who this should have made complete sense to. So why is she like that? Well, yeah, And I can't get past that. And that's yeah, that really that, spoils it for me. That, that is a good point, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're supposed to take it that um, Clara's memories of meeting all the, the previous Doctors is a bit hazy now. She, she didn't really know them, did she? She just sort of like popped up at various points to say, hello, I'm here to help. And they didn't yeah. hear her a lot of time. But um, but, but but she, she but, met two others. Well, she did, yes. In quite a... In, yeah. in a way that she's sat and had chats I, with them. I've got... Um, so she knows exactly how, how it works. Well, I've, I've got a theory. I've got a theory about this. And I think that Moffat wrote her saying all this stuff to put... We're seeing, um, how can I put it? This is the voice of the fans. Yeah. This this is what this is. It's not, it's not, I, I don't think it's, I think you're right, this this shouldn't have been Clara at yeah. all. I mean, it would have worked perfectly with nearly any other companion I can think of from yeah. the now history this, of Doctor Who. Yeah, this this is... It's just the... the now this this is the voice of the fan. These are the yeah. fans who can't accept an older actor in the role. Yeah. I think that's what that is, and it was all. It was like Vastra, sort of telling, but basically lifting the veil, saying, you know, this is still the Doctor, yeah, it's still the same man. It doesn't he might have grey hair and wrinkles, but it's still the same man. And I think that's just Moffat speaking to the fans. It is through Clara. I, I know, but it doesn't keep in. I, I know I'm, I'm not one to talk about continuity and whatever, and I no. don't really care about that. No, but it's. That character then is to- that's totally not how her character should have reacted. No, and you could have actually almost done it. Have been if it had been Jenny or that that was having the problems with accepting that was the Doctor and Clara and I can yeah yeah Madame Vastra was trying to convince her that this was the I same can, person. I can see it could have worked. Well, I can see if Clara didn't want to travel with the Doctor anymore because of the man he is now. Yeah. I can understand. I can understand that, but but as you, I mean, as you say about the whole thing about him looking old and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, that, and it, saying, saying, how can we yeah. change him back? Clara saying, how can we change him back? Yeah. No, she should know that that's 
that's what happens. They don't come back. They don't come back. Yeah. This this is this is a permanent thing. This is just a next stage of their life. Well, maybe I, I, again, mate, mate, I'm reading a bit more into this, obviously, but um, maybe it just sort of because she hasn't actually um, witnessed a regeneration. Maybe it's just too much of a shock for her to see that the, the young the young doctor in a blink of an eye turn into this older person. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. I I, I just got the feeling that it's been written, that whole bit has been written without Clara's character or history taken into account Mm. or or airbrushed out Yeah, for for the sake of trying to get the point across that he was trying to get across here. And I think it then becomes, it then feels incredibly heavy-handed doing it because you're doing it with somebody that shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it, it didn't really spoil it for me as, as such. I know what you mean. It is a, it's a bit of a sort of, a, a sort of as you say, a plot contrivance really, isn't it? But it, It's not even... Well, it is a plot contrivance. It's not even a, necessarily a plot contrivance because it's actually the wrong thing in the plot. Well, no, I think it's a contrivance in the fact... It, it's, yeah, oh, it's, it's a contrivance. It's, it's, getting, but... it's getting everybody... To accept yeah. the new, it's it, it's like putting the companion in the fan shoes. Yeah, I can't accept this new person. He's too old. Yeah. Um, it is. It, I, I think it's a contrivance from that point of view. It's just it's just a contrivance to to get the fans to accept Capaldi. Yeah, and as, as Clara had, does at the had, end. Had we still had Amy as the companion, it would have worked perfectly. Maybe it, think... it, well, I think it might have worked differently if it had been a completely new companion. Who yeah. only met um, Matt Smith oh, uh, yeah. during the had, course of the last series or something? Gone through you know? the whole thing about meeting previous regenerations. Yeah, yeah it's, you're right. It's just you're that. Right. It's just the, the wrong person. However, <laughs> however, yeah. I was going to say, um, I thought Jenna Coleman was fantastic in this, though. Okay, you might you might not agree with the dialogue she was given, but I thought she was great. Yeah, of. But yeah, I've got no problems with her. Yeah, I, th- I thought she was utterly fantastic. Um, the scene she had with Vastra, I thought was great. Um, I also thought the scene when she was pretending to be um, a robot, yeah, hold, hold, gets, holding her breath. Well, yeah, yeah from, from the moment that yeah, she gets basically left by the Doctor. Yeah. So, so um, I, I think... I mean, like I say, yeah, from, from, the, moment, from the moment you get uh, the Doctor and Clara in the arriving at the restaurant together. Mm. From then on, I actually do love this episode. It's just the whole thing before it. And if, and if you think, I actually tried to think, if I had done it as two parts, I'd probably only watch the second part. Second part, yeah. Now, um, we, went, we mentioned uh, Vastra, Strax and Jenny. Um, how do you feel about them being used to sort of ease in the new Doctor? Some familiar faces, apart from Clara, obviously. Um, again, I have no problem with them as, in, as returning characters. It's just the fact that they are then the instrument to which Clara can mm. rebel. Because, um, because I'm finding, I, I mean, I like the companion um, sort of the, the companion dynamic of uh, Vastra and Jenny. I like those two together. But Strax now is really beginning to wear thin with me. It's a joke gone too far now. Yeah, we get it. He's a he's a a bit of a dim-witted Sontar, and, and he, he keeps dropping in the old military thing about killing people, like, so and, and melt him in acid, which I thought was was funny. Yeah. Um, but 
I just think no, enough now with with Strax. And he he's there now purely as the light relief, isn't he? He is, yeah. And so, I'm sorry, that's not what well, he's actually always been. He always has been, yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing is, though, that, I mean, they did that. Um, they, I think they seem to be treating all Sontarans like that now because they did that in um, Time of the Doctor as well, didn't they? Yeah. With with the um, the two invisible Sontarans. Yeah. Uh, and they were just used as comic relief again, uh, which I think it, it's you know for for an all conquering species, they shouldn't they should you shouldn't be portrayed like that. I know it's just me being a silly old fan here, but um, yeah, I just think it's a joke too far now with Strax. I, 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 I'm all right. I, I, I can take it in doses, actually. Yeah, it's um, it was too I, much for me in this. It really was too much for me. Um, uh, yeah, but anyway, that that's my that's my little gripe. I just, I just think that, that concentrating on them just sort of dragged it down a little bit for me in the middle. Uh, and then, as you say, once it got into the restaurant, that's when things started to perk up again, and the conversation between Clara and the Doctor. When they're when they're talking about who invited who, yeah, um, to meet for lunch, that I mean, that was brilliant. I mean, that's the most promising thing is that there is actually seems to be relationship there that can be built on between the two of them. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. can see that working. Yeah. Still. Um, um, what about the whole thing about him looking for the promise? Excuse me, the the promised land, so looking for paradise. I do you think that was was that a sort of one in the eye for? Creationist there because the doctor was saying it's just a it's just a you know superstition that you've picked up for you know for all the humanity you sort of bled into yourself over the years. Um, um, I don't know. No, well, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't necessarily think it was written in that way. I think it was just had to be given the the robots had to be given some reason to doing what they were doing basically to to, to, to want to continue. Yeah, in in the sense that. Obviously, in going the fireplace, you had um, the need to repair the ship mm. to continue their, yeah. their mission. And it's just this sort of seems to have been that they've been going so long now that they've had to find something else. Yeah, to to keep going, to, to the need to keep going, and perhaps they have taken part of a view that there is a better place to go to. Yeah, as as, as as a reason to carry on. Yeah, otherwise, I mean- why would you? Well, that's the thing. I mean, the thing was though, it wasn't overtly said what their idea of paradise was. Yeah, and you still don't really know, to be honest, what they were actually thought they were they were they were going to find. Um, maybe they had their own idea of what paradise was. Maybe, but at the end, you get that thing with this mysterious character Missy. Yeah, uh, saying that you this is heaven. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that at the moment. And that, that, and that is obviously leading up to the last episode or the last two-parter. Obviously, yeah, uh, which, um, we, which we've already sort of, sort of seen photographs of. Obviously, yeah. um, and they've given and they've given basically well, they've told us what the titles are and as, yeah, as it says it. heaven in the title. Then yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it may it may just be that it's actually as much to get you to the where we're going in the as part of the story arc. Yeah. As anything else, that these yeah, robots exactly. have got to, have got to believe in a promised land and heaven for it actually <laughs> the last the last two episodes to work. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, uh, but anyway, let's we sort of avoided the subject so far. What about Peter Capaldi himself? What did you think? To be honest, pretty much as I expected. Yes, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having talked 
last week about having no expectation of what Matt Smith's Doctor was going to be like. Mm. I think this was pretty much where I thought this would be, he would be. The sort of dark, not dark, but, you know, the not no, quite no. so so friendly. No, he's not. I, I don't. He's not. I don't think he's a. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's a dark doctor. I don't know. Um, time will tell. It's too early to say. Yeah. Really, I think once once you got through the the restaurant scene, I think that's when you started to see what kind of a doctor he really is. Because to begin with, he was too um, sort of scrambled, wasn't he? Yeah, really. You couldn't sort of figure out. Um, I did like the thing of you know um, the thing about the question. Yeah, about the dinosaur, which, which I, I suspect is now going to become a may well be he's, his he's, trademark he's thing. Meme. To, yeah, exactly. So you're not asking the right question. Yeah, it could be. I hope they don't sort of overdo that because be they did it again in the restaurant, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Absolutely right. So but, which uh, when she goes to him, what's the answer? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually thought was quite good. Well, I thought um, when you got to the bit where he's he's um, he's got upstairs. Again with the uh, with the half faced man, and, yeah. you, and he's just sitting at the table pouring out a couple of whiskeys, and it's just that thing. I have a feeling I'm about, I'm about to kill you, so I thought you mm. might like to have a drink. I know I would. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought this is quite. Yeah, I thought I we're quite like a doctor like this. Actually, yes, I do. Um, I'm beginning to wonder if that's going to put people off because I remember the last time when the doctor overtly killed someone, which was in uh, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Another dinosaur link here as well. Um, yeah. People were up in arms about it. Oh, he doesn't kill people. He murdered that man. Um, well, as we, I think we said at the time, he's, the doctor's killed plenty of people. Yeah, uh, we we listed a few examples. So this is this is just now another another one, you know, another string to the bow on on that front. But and, yeah. I, and I like the fact that they left it a bit ambiguous as to whether yeah, did he or did yeah, did he push pushed him? or jumped? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that sort of look he gave, sort of breaking the full four a little bit there. Sort of did look that yeah. quick. Sort of look up to the up to the audience uh, directly at the camera, yeah. And it's sort of, I think it's trying to lead you down the path. Yes, I pushed him. Oh, but yeah. did he? Oh, now you've got he? to make a decision as to what type of doctor you think I am. Yeah, is actually more the yeah the point there. And I like that. I really yeah. did like that. I really did. And yeah. also, but, the, but better than actually had had you known that he'd pushed him. Yeah. Now <laughs> also the thing about with um, when he left Clara behind. There's, yeah. no, there's no point in both of us dying. And not, not even that, the fact that she says, give me the screwdriver. He goes, I might need it. Yeah. <laughs> and wanders off. <laughs> I know. That was... Um, but it, wasn't fact- the fact, yeah, it wasn't the fact that he actually left her behind because you could think, oh, he's, he's gone to get help. But it was the fact that he just wouldn't even leave her the screwdriver. He just yeah, he said, of- no, I might need it. And th- that was... that was um, Again, you're sort of thinking, is, is this still the Doctor with his mind are still a bit scrambled? Yeah, but no, he was using Clara to get the information he wanted, and that is so McCoy. Yeah, that's a very McCoy manipulating people, and that's what he was doing there. And I, I like that. I like that. And the, the whole thing about Clara sort of thinking that the Doctor's got my—he's all—if he's still the Doctor, he'll, was, have, yeah. this, he'll, this, he'll this, have my back. This, this yeah. was the test of of for Clara as to her faith in him, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, but if he if he's there for her, then. Now, then, it's it. He is the Doctor, and which actually, after that, then all still that she still has doubts is a bit. Again, later on, mm. perhaps that that you'd have thought would have been the point at which she would have accepted him as. Well, I think the, the thing. Well, I, I actually, I think there's a, there's a good reason why she probably didn't accept him. Really, 
because he didn't apologise, did he? If that had been the 11th Doctor, he would have been, oh, sorry, 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 and there'd been umpteen apologies, and blah, but this, there was, there was nothing. It just sort yeah. of like, I used you, get over it. It was, oh, it was actually, very, very actually, flippant, very flippant attitude. Well, actually, I like what, it. What, what was actually probably even slightly better was the fact that he trusted her to look after herself. Yeah. The, the whole thing about, you know... But again, that's what is it, five it's foot, whatever, five and foot crying. One. You had no chance. Yeah, and, was, and I like know. that because again, it's it's like a um, seventh Doctor and Ace, yeah, dynamic there. Uh, maybe that's what they're going. I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're what they're going for for the rest of the series. No idea. But um, yeah, I like that. I really did like. Quite that nice bit. if you've got a Doctor that doesn't feel that that can trust the, that trust the companion to look after yeah. themselves, and yeah. Uh, to that extent, that you don't get the the doctor having to feel guilty every single no exactly time exactly no I like that I really did like that um and you know I'm sort of hoping this is the way forward now we're going to get more of this sort of stuff it's going to be more um there was a lot it, it wasn't as frenetic as previous series of, of Doctor Who it was a lot more thoughtful yeah um which which as you said it was it was a two parter really. Um, yeah. And it was given a, scenes were given a lot of room to sort of just build and sort of build you slowly building the doctor's character up. I feel, um, and also Clara, they're building Clara up as well. Yeah, because really she hasn't really been a proper uh, companion. I that was that was the one thing about the the whole the scenes with um, Vastra and Clara. Yeah, that was good. Was the fact of Vastra saying, "I want that." I wondered what, yeah, basically, I wondered what would make you angry. Yeah, and how you were when you're angry. Because Clara hasn't been one of the one of the criticisms you can have of Clara as a character mm. is the fact that she's been very much within herself and she's there and always seems to be in control and nothing nothing phases her really. No, no, you, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But the- she's always seemed to be making the right decision. Mm. I mean, that's what so, she kind of did in this as well, but she wasn't quite so sure of herself, was she? Yeah, and you, yeah, you got you got you got a bit more of an emotional Clara in this than you've had it perhaps in any of the other stuff. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't blame the dynamic she had with Matt Smith. It, it was a different dynamic, obviously, but I think she yeah. she was just written better. Well, she she was. I mean, the whole point was she was the plot for the. For her stuff with Matt Smith, she was, yeah, and that character had to be a certain way for that plot to work. Mm. Now we've hopefully got past that, and now she can be just a normal person yeah. to a certain extent. I think so. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, now we can actually get a a more human uh, reaction from her. Yeah, he's open. He's open. So, so it just makes me excited for the rest of the series. Now, actually, getting a completely and it is a completely different Doctor. Um, it's almost like a return to the Doctors of old, in a funny way, um, and not just with the portrayal of the Doctor, but also some of the content, which I think was uh, sort of pretty near the knuckle. On some occasions, I don't mean the lesbian kiss. I know it's going to get a lot of people upset, um, but I've I've got no um, issue with that at all. What I'm talking about is the incineration of the dinosaur. More, more Wait. actually was was the fact that you the the the, the, the thought of the plucking out of the eyes was the yes we and, was, and and he actually gets the 
tweezers out to do it. Well, while that's what I'm saying because you've got you've got the incineration of the dinosaur, which was pretty gruesome, really. Because the I mean, okay, it's only a CGI thing; it, it wasn't real. But you got the poor thing was sort of burnt alive, and it was it, you saw its death throes, yeah, which again was pretty strong for Doctor Who, to be honest. That did kind of shock me. Even though they did sort of kind of give it away in one of the trailers, I think. You saw a shot, a quick, very quick shot of the of the of the T Rex on fire. Um, we've also got the lovely, lovely sort of um, close ups of the half man or half face man, so with the eyeball, yeah, as well. Uh, which I must admit looked fantastic. How they did that yeah. was brilliant because you could see all the the working parts inside and. There was no expense spared on that. That did look utterly fantastic. You yeah, had... I mean, that, that was an effect that actually had to work, and it did. It, it did work. You had the doctor putting basically a, a, a mask, well, someone yeah, else's rip, face. Ripping off, ripping off the face off of the waiter. And, put and it then putting it on. And it was a real Clara. face. That's the thing. It wasn't a latex. It was someone's <laughs> real face. It's a mask. No, no, no. It's a face. Yeah. <laughs> um, reaction. You had also had Clara being menaced by a blowtorch. Yeah. Which I don't think would have happened. In previous series, I don't no. think you've had that level of. I don't say okay. The the, the death of the T Rex was quite violent, but it wasn't towards anyone human, was it? It, it was a, no. it was a dinosaur, but I don't think you've actually had a companion menace quite like that in re, in recent in recent times. Because basically, it, it, it was quite obvious what he was going to do. I'm going to burn yeah. you alive if you if you don't yeah. answer my questions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just I thought it's it's a great return to, you know, the, the era. It was almost Philip Hinchcliffe in some of its content. Yeah, they weren't shying away from the horror aspects, and if they continue with that, brilliant. It might turn a lot of people off. I don't know. Maybe it'll start getting complaints, like it used to. Yeah, well, good. Good, exactly. Kids love to be scared, for God's sake. So you know, it's it's. I've, I liked it. I really liked. It. I really liked that. Um. Yeah, I think there was a lot of that was to do with the direction of Ben Wheatley as well, because he's 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 known for his uh, more adult um, adult content. Let's, let's put it that way. He hasn't made any kid friendly movies, no, <laughs> whatsoever. He's always been a, a very sort of sort of horror theme going through all of the, all of his films, and uh, he sort of bought that here, which I like. I really and it was like. the fact, actually, that there was, as we, as you were saying there, oh, we know it's a two-parter, so it's a bit difficult to know how it's going to be when it's only, they've only got 40 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah. But you did have time for scenes to develop. Yes. Even the the restaurant scene went on a reasonable amount of time and was was good in that sense. Well, you thought, had well, Once they that... got down and they got yeah. themselves free and they're just wandering around... And he's saying, "Is it? Da- yeah, this is dormant and whatever." Yeah. That scene had quite a, enough of just to breathe, rather than them just writhing down, running round, and trying to escape. Yeah, yeah, they were sort of having a. It was it was like Doctor of Old, where they were just sort of having a exploring the surroundings. Yeah, taking their time rather than just running around doing this, doing that. The Doctor points his sonic screwdriver, and off they go. Yeah, um, but yeah, it had, it had a lot. I, I thought the. I think once. They got to that point. I think the pacing became a lot better because I think before that, it just seemed to jump. It it, it still seemed to jump around a little bit for me. If, yeah, if you, you know what I mean. You you had because you've got quite a few characters. Yeah, 
and it's knowing, knowing what to do with all of them all of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it did suffer in that. In that, but let's just quit its first episode. <laughs> yeah, because it was quite clearly two parts. Yeah, um, and I suppose the other thing we've got to talk about is Matt Smith's appearance. Yeah, um, bit of a bit of a surprise, to be well, honest. I mean, they, they did make the whole thing about the 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 phone being off the hook, wasn't there? And there was something about the she'd get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. There was, in the there, new episode, in the new yeah. series. Didn't quite know it was going to be that quick. I thought it might be some part... A bit, a bit later in the series or something. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I, I really... I mean, I think people seem to like the fact that Matt Smith was in it. But again, I, I don't know. I think that's just another thing to make people feel that... no, like It's like Matt Smith now telling the fans... It's yeah. okay to like Peter Capaldi. It's still me. It, it, come, it, it comes back to the fact of Clara not being shouldn't be surprised that a yeah she shouldn't need Matt Smith to tell her that this is what happens. No, and, I, I I don't know. I I think that was a mistake putting Matt Smith in there. I don't think that 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 shouldn't have been necessary. No, you've already had. Okay, you had the whole thing. Clara still wasn't <laughs> sure about the Doctor at the end, and she wanted to go. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, that's what's happened with companions before. Like t- they had with, yeah. with say like with Tegan, they had with Tegan. She just thought, I've had enough of this. I'm I all the definite. I'm going. Yeah, and that's what she did. Um, and if Clara had done the same at the end, then you fine. The Doctor usually just moves on. And yeah, then, again, you, I, I, I just oh. I, it, it is the fact of Clara. It's the, it's the fact that it's Clara. Any other companion, and I think it was a good scene. Works well, and I quite like the the fact that. You know, she she's saying, "Oh, you listened." He goes, "No, it was me. I said it." Yeah, yeah. I, I, which I, I, which I, I really, mm. I thought it did work, and I think it does work. Other than it shouldn't. It's just the fact that it's Clara. I just I any other know. companion, they, I'd have read, I'd have liked it. It's just still part of that. I think for me that this was the episode's big misstep. Really, was it was putting Matt Smith back in it again? It shouldn't have been necessary to do. And I think if you if you as the writer, if you think that you're your new change in tone and 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 appointing an older actor to to the role and you've got to go through all this to convince the audience he didn't have to do that with Matt Smith but it wasn't such a big change in tone to well that tenant no it? i was going to say because because tenant was so yeah the, the and tenant, not such a big tone change in tone to actually the whole of the no no what no, no what i'm saying is no no it's not the tone it's not the tone it's the actor yeah, they didn't need David Tennant to make an appearance at the end to convince you to say it's okay to like this guy. I was incredibly popular, but it's okay to like him, and that's what they were doing with this. And I didn't like that. It, it was like telling the audience it's okay to like this guy. You've had you've had the, the the Clara having doubts about him, and you've had Vastra telling her it's okay to like him. Then you get Matt Smith turning up at the end saying it's telling Clara and the and the audience. Or a certain section of fans again, it's okay to like this guy, and that's Man. that's what I, that it's more to do with the actor more than anything else. Yeah. To be honest, the only thing we don't know really, we still don't know what what this doctor's going to be like, and if it's a doctor that does have inserts where he's needs Clara and needs reassurance from a companion, mm. then. It, it might work in retrospect to that because it is Matt Smith telling her, look. This, this is me, and I need, and uh, knowing that I know how frightened this person is underneath everything, 
And if Capaldi's doctor turns out to be sort of that way and doesn't quite trust himself mm. and needs reassurance in, well, in places, then it might work. I, I I just don't buy it. I mean, I mean, you you put forward a good case there, but I don't buy it. <laughs> well, I, 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 mean, I, I just I, I just I mean, think I, I, it's totally this, unnecessary. Totally I've unnecessary. I've said this. I've said this already, haven't I? I mean, this this is my problem with the whole first half of this story, and this was just another bit of reinforcement to that, really. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand with the first half with with the thoughts of Vastra, and if you if you if you buy the Clara's reaction with Vastra. Then yeah, this is fine. But if you don't, then this is not. So. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Let's um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's move. Let's move on to to happier things here, shall we? Yeah. Yes. What do we think of? Because obviously there's other new new things to this as well. The new theme tune. Um. And the new credits as well, which were based yeah. on, based on that uh, that fan. Uh, that fan made uh, opening sequence done on YouTube, which he was. I dry- he was drafted on board to actually help make it, wasn't he? Yeah. Because they liked I mean, it so much. Yeah. And can we remember when that basically came out, come up, wasn't it? And everyone mm. was going, God, this is really good. And it's quite funny because now they've actually used it officially. Everyone's going, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yes. It's had the complete reverse effect. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I must admit, I'm not completely convinced about it at the moment. Um, I, I, can, I can sort of see the reason. Stephen I think it'll grow. Turn around and said he saw, saw the... Obviously, the YouTube thing, yeah. and thought, right, this is the first original thing I've seen of somebody trying to do something different. Mm. And for that reason alone, he liked it. Yeah. And yeah, I can see that. There's no reason why it has to be the same. It gives it a different edge to it. Yeah, it, it does. Fits, yeah. It fits in very well with how the the TARDIS is at the moment. Yes. It certainly does. It certainly does. So, um, yeah, and I think it probably fits in with. It could well. It, it certainly fitted in with that episode. I think. Yeah, I mean, I quite. I mean, you know, I quite like the redesign of the TARDIS interior as well. Yeah. Um, they sort of make in the centre console the time rotor a bit, bit brighter. It introduces some oranges in there. Sort of just brightens up quite a bit. And I like the the um, like the bookcases. Around and I like, the, I like the high back leather chair he's got as well, which just reminds me of the the TV movie, the Eighth Doctor TV movie. Yeah. When you've got McCoy sitting in that in that chair, just relaxing, I can and you can sort of see Capaldi's doctors just sitting there brooding a bit more, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, you can see that that sort of atmosphere would suit his doctor. It would. Yeah. What, what we believe from, from the little we have seen. Yes. Indeed, indeed. But uh, but as for the theme tune, that I'm not. That new mix of it, I'm not entirely sold on that at the moment. I think it might be a grower. Yeah, they, they, they stepped away from that orchestral feel to it. They've gone back to a more electronic feel, haven't they? Yeah. Which I don't mind. I don't mind it. Um, I mean, people, people saying about the, um, oh, you know, why, why bother going away from the original mm. and whatever. But we've, got, we've, we've gone away from that a long time ago. Well, from, mean, from, the, from the fifth series onward, because you've got that, that strange intro. Which are now yeah. dropped as well. You've got this sort of opening few bars before you get to the the, the, the theme tune that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, but now they've they've done away with that. That seems to be Matt Smith's thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and and sadly, I think again. probably even more in the this is this is probably closer to the original theme tune than perhaps say the tenants. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. So, and again, you could imagine perhaps had the 
the radiophonic workshop had the technology we have now, it might well have been something they'd have come up with. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But, uh, but I mean, whatever, I think whatever people think of this episode, whatever we think of this episode, I think we are in for a, um, a very different series from, yeah. what, from what we've had for the, since its revival in 2005. I, I really do think that. I think it's, it is going to be a bit more um, adult-themed, put it that way. Yeah, and good. I mean, Yes, good. That's, yeah. that's the whole point of it, isn't it? If, if you carry on down the same path all the time, because then it, it, that's it the becomes that, boring. Yeah, I mean, because it's made... It is a family show, let's be honest, Doctor Who. Um, it is a family show, but because it's a family show, it doesn't mean you have to make it entirely for kids. No. There's got to be something for everybody there, and I'm hopeful there will be. Yeah. I can it, see. I can see how last night's would divide people's opinion, to be honest. And it has divi- just, and it has divided ours, hasn't it? So, I say, how many episodes in before we start complaining? Well, that was a bit childish. Yes. <laughs> um, oh dear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's us. Um, that's us. That's us indeed. That's us indeed. Um, I just thought so another couple of little things, nice little um, sort of things. A couple of callbacks. One was an, an actor um, actually, and that was um, Brian Miller. It was Liz Sladen's husband. He played the tramp. Yes. Yes, who's got apparently got he's got a name Barney. It was Barney the Tramp. Um, that was a nice little thing. I didn't know actually Brian Miller had been in Doctor Who before. Yes, he was in Snake Dance and also yeah. a voice to Dalek. Remembers the Daleks as well. So, um, but that was good because that was a nice acted scene actually between him and uh, Peter Capaldi. Um, but also the other thing about the another call back to the woman in the phone shop who gave Clara the Doctor's number. Yeah, which was about the only thing that wasn't. Wrapped one of the few things that wasn't wrapped up in time of the Doctor. Yes, I'm beginning to wonder if it's going to be wrapped up in this series or not. But yes, so, well, well, it seems to be, doesn't it? That that's well, you, now so you've been... yeah, so you've got that as a mystery. You've also got who is this Missy person as well? Yes. Who is she? What, what what is she up to? And uh, yes, yeah, so I've heard some theories which I'm not, which I'm not going to go into. I'm not yeah, going to go into. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's just it's just fan wank, really. So yeah. it's just uh, a question of now. I just hope it doesn't become too. I don't mind if you get the odd bit right at the end or whatever that yeah. links the that links episodes, but I hope it doesn't become an yeah, arc as it, such. Yeah, it sort of not sort of falls down your throat. Yeah, too much. Yeah. So now, um, if, now if anyone's wondering um, whether we're going to do uh, when we get our rating of this episode, um, we decided at the eleventh hour, um, which was literally last night, wasn't it? Um, yeah, we are not. Going to have you be using our rating system again? <laughs> we can't be bothered. We can't be bothered with it. So that was, um, that, 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 that was the that was the main gist of the conversation. It was it? just couldn't be bothered. Now we were we were going to introduce some extra layers into our rating system, but <laughs> we had um, eleven months which we was going to get it fine tuned, and we got to last night and realised we hadn't bothered. So <laughs> so we, we, we we're just going to drop it. <laughs> so there's no more cyber leaders, no more niders, no more. Um, Commander Steer, Steyer, sorry. Um, so that's it. <laughs> you can remember them. That was, that was that was my problem. Yeah, was it? You couldn't remember what they were. Um, but anyway, yes, we, we've we've uh, dropped that for the sake of well, everybody really. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but um, so I think really, Paul, just to wrap this up, did you? How how would you rate this? Really, would you say you watch it again, not bothered, or just it's um, a promise of more to come? Would you say? It's certainly a promise of more to come. I mean, I, I'd probably watch it. I, I think my my dislike of 
of the uh, uh, of Clara's attitude to the Doctor hopefully will will go over time, and I'll be able to just watch this as a as an episode, which is I thought well acted and yeah, whatever. I had some enjoyable moments. C- certainly, the second half of it is is good, and I'll very much watch mm. that again. Okay, so. okay, okay. Well, I think my I, I enjoyed it. Um, it did sag in the middle, but I enjoyed it. But please, let's have less Strax, please. Let, that's that's on my wish list. Less Strax. So, okay. Um, so next week, um, it will be Into the Dalek, again uh, directed by Ben Wheatley. So look, judging by the um, the end of credits trailer we got, again, it does look a quite... Un- I mean, you can't gather much from a trailer, obviously, but um, again, it does look quite another dark-themed episode. Yes. Judging by what we saw, so and quite atmospheric. Very, so, yes. hmm. so hopefully, is this going to be a story that's going to make the Daleks scary again, well, or do something, see. or do something interesting with the Daleks? Oh, more to the point. Yeah. Yes, we shall see. We've only got a week to wait. We've only got a week to wait. So, um, but again, uh, this uh, our review of next week will be out during the week. So that as we're sticking to that plan. Yeah, we're sticking to that plan. So um, there we go. So, I think it just about wraps it up, doesn't it? It does. It does, it does. So, until next week, we should be back with our review of Into the Dalek. It is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.